what do I expect if I want to succeed? If that current group you associate yourself with isn't congruent with success, expect to lose some of those friends. Hi, I'm Aldrin. Hi, I'm Patricia, and welcome to Success FAQs, where we don't know all the answers. But we seek to discover them by asking all the appropriate questions. So welcome to our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Let me just give you a bit of an intro on what this podcast is about. Uh, My wife, Patricia, and myself have actually been a business owner. We're entrepreneurs uh, for over the last 10 years, 11 years to be exact, actually. And in our journey, actually, to get to where we are today, Uh, we found that there was always some frequently asked questions about how to succeed. And we'd like to share with you some of those discussions uh, through this podcast. Uh, But I do have a quick disclaimer for you. In no way, shape, or form are we going to be saying that we know all the answers on how to win at the highest levels in life Mm -hmm. uh, because we don't. I think it's a constant journey that we always have to uh, keep improving on, am I Mm -hmm. right? But uh, with where we are today, we do feel like we have enough experience to share with you at least the beginning parts of that journey. And we'd love to share that with all of you here today. Uh, But to talk about myself, once again, my name is Aldrin. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years. Uh, Today, to tell you a little bit about how far we've come along, we uh, we, we run a financial business. Uh, Today, we have almost about 100 licensed professionals that work with us here today. Uh, And you'll get to know a little bit more about us as uh, as time comes along. So I'm excited for future episodes. Uh, Patricia? Yeah. I started in business when I was 25 years old, and I never was dreaming of having my own business. I always thought that I would be a professional, maybe a medical doctor or something like that. You went to school for neuroscience, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. I graduated with that degree and, you know, never used it. Um, Right out of university, though, I did work in corporate for a couple of years. I actually, you know, enjoyed it. I, um, I just didn't picture myself working there for 40 years and then, you know, retiring there. But... Uh, I was introduced to the world of entrepreneurship at that age, and maybe it was at the right time in my life. And I wanted to, you know, go into this new adventure, and I've never looked back ever since. You know, time flew. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. It's a, it's going to be a really wild ride, ladies and gentlemen. And um, for me, when I started my business career here, um, I come from an Asian background. You, you all know how it is. They, they say, Aldrin, you're either going to be a doctor, a lawyer, or a disgrace. That's usually how it works. <laughs> um, but along the way, actually, when I was starting my, um, my uh, career as a, as a student first, I was in school actually to become a lawyer. And long story short, I had an opportunity to speak to one of my mentors at the time who was in the field of law. And he asked me a series of questions, and they, they really stunned me. And maybe in a future episode, I'll share with you a couple of a deeper side of that story. But in that sequence, he asked me one particular question. He says, Aldrin, um, why do you want to become a lawyer? And I just gave him probably some of the most naive answers. Some of you might even have some of these same answers. Mm-hmm. Um, they would be like, oh, I wanted to help people. I wanted to make money, obviously. I make wanted to make a difference, stand mm-hmm. up for the little guy. That was extremely important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why he said they were naive answers was because he said, Aldrin, you don't have to be a lawyer to do any of those things that you described. Right. Right. You could be that probably being a nurse, a teacher. Some of you here might be teachers. Uh, you could even be doing that just a regular uh, like janitor. You could literally do those things. Maybe not the, the income part, but you could definitely make a difference, help a lot of people mm-hmm. still to a degree. So he says, Aldrin, those are terrible reasons to become a lawyer. And uh, along those sequence, uh, pardon me, along that sequence, he just asked me, 
What do you, Aldrin, I can tell that you're, you're, you're going to succeed in what you do, but um, I don't know if you'll be happy. And that was probably the, beginning, the, the beginnings of the journey of why I even considered entrepreneurship. Uh, because in that sequence, I said, you know what, how important is it for me to be happy? And what made me very happy, ladies and gentlemen, was to have complete control of my time. Um, I believe you would probably believe that as well, right, Patricia? Yeah, actually, so many things just came to my mind as you were talking. Um, number one, you know, when was the last time someone asked you, are you happy doing what it is you're doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. was the last time you asked yourself that, right? And, you know, that joke about us being Asians and you're expected to become a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer, or a disgrace. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then when you think about it, how many of those same parents are actually lawyers, doctors, engineers, and all that, you know, um, successful professions, right? I guess they have dreams for their children because yeah. they never got to, you know, those um, accomplishments. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So once again, these are, once again, some of the frequently asked questions that come with it. Yeah. So let's begin with episode number one, shall we? Let's do it. So episode number one, ladies and gentlemen, just to make this a short episode, because this is our very first one, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to probably tackle just one question. And that question has been asked of us throughout the years, right? Which yeah. is, uh, Aldrin, Patricia, if I'm going to start this journey of success, what should I expect? Mm -hmm. Right? And just for the sake of time, we're probably just going to condense this for the probably the first 18 months of that decision, right? So like, if you decide you want to be successful running a restaurant business, you want to be successful running, uh, being a, an artist or anything like that, or a business like our own, mm -hmm. uh, we're going to cater it to the first 18 months, uh, what you what to expect the first 18 months in the journey of success. Sound right. good? Let's okay. dive in there. Patricia, the what's the first, first one here? Yep. The first point is expect it to be hard. Okay, what is it? What, what does that mean? Actually? I know. Expect it to be hard. <laughs> expect it to be hard. Um, well, many people you know, they ask this question, what can I expect? What, you know, what is going to happen? Um, and that's the very thing that you don't really know what to expect in the first few months, you know, in this case, year and a half of being in business and starting your own business. So what was like your actual experience like with that question? Patricia? Right. Um, so starting out, it's a lot of mixed feelings and emotions. You know, you wake up and you're kind of scared. Um, you have, you know, anxiety. What am I going to do today? <laughs> um, what do I need to do today? And, you know, just knowing um, where your next result is going to come from. Or obviously, there's no guaranteed paychecks when you have a business of your own. So um, you're going to start from nothing. And that's very difficult, right? You're going to start from nothing. In fact, a lot of people in business who are starting out have very little money in terms of savings because they got to invest that money and then you got to invest all your time. Um, got to put a lot of time, especially yeah. at the beginning. If I can jump in there, mm -hmm. actually tell you about my personal experience on it. Um, I'll be, I don't know if it was a combination, combination of being young, naive or stupid or all those things, but uh, I really did expect it to be easy. <laughs> I really did. Like I came in here and I was thinking to myself, oh, you know what? I, I made a decision. So uh, the, the, I guess the, everything's just going to make sense. Everything's just going to fall into place. Right. I literally thought that way until lo and behold, I, I woke up and then I started trying to get, uh, I remember my first client experience. Uh, I, I, was, I was starting to hear a lot of no's mm -hmm. right? and I didn't know what that was for the first time. And I'm like, what do you mean? No. Like right. I thought this is supposed to be easy. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I woke up to that reality. It's going to be hard. And, 
you know what? I was always very excited when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but the moment I started experiencing those things, that excitement faded. And this is what happens to most people because uh, it certainly happened to me. I wanted to quit. Right. Why is that? Because the first signs it started to get hard, I wanted to quit. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who are listening, I want to reiterate that. Expect it to be hard. Expect your excitement to fade mm-hmm. because it actually will, right? Yeah. Was there... what? What moments, I guess, Patricia, did you feel like your own person, like share, not general things, right? Mm -hmm. Share your own real experiences on when you realized that this was going to be hard, actually. What were some of those experiences for yourself? Yeah. Um, So when you're starting a business, you're not quite sure of um, the amount of work it actually takes to, you know, spit out the revenue or um, what you know, what you expected to get paid basically for that time and effort that you put in, right? <laughs> um, so when I wasn't getting paid in the first 60 days of being full-time in my business, I quit my corporate job, right? When I wasn't getting paid, I thought, man, I thought this was going to be easy. I was going to replace my income just like that, right? And when it wasn't coming in, and mind you, 60 days is probably a short amount of time compared to what other people have to go through, when they're starting their own business. But I was already getting very, very impatient with myself, um, starting with, you know, not getting a paycheck in the first 60 days. That was my first um, kind of reality check that, oh, this isn't going to be that easy. This is really going to require a lot of patience. And um, whatever I did, you know, I got to probably do more. (laughs) Yeah. The first reality check Mm -hmm. I got actually was when... Or one of the first reality checks is when I started introducing a little bit about my business ideas, uh, philosophies, and how I felt like we could make a contribution in our personal business. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of people start doubting me, and I, f- for the for the world, uh, like for the world, I couldn't understand why because mm-hmm. it made so much sense to me, and that was the first signs of difficulties. Right, right. And I really didn't know how to handle it. I took a lot of that stuff personally, and uh, so I guess that's one of the first things uh, we need to remember about it being difficult, right? It's expected to be that way. Um, one of my our mentors, uh, I remember I had a lot of people quit on me throughout the journey. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, like, hey, coach, like, uh, why do people quit? And then his words were, that's what you asked for, Aldrin, when you said you wanted to be successful. Right. And um, at the time, it really sucked. But really, that's that, that's it comes with that, right? So right. If, you, if you want, let's say, you, obviously, I don't look physically fit, today i don't have the, the physique of a greek god <laughs> but think about this if we want to go through that particular bodybuilding journey expect <laughs> to to be sore right expect that you're going to have more nights uh working out and eating healthy and th- th- those are things to be expected right yeah if you've ever started anything new you know the feeling of it being very challenging and you wanting to quit every single day or minute of it um, but that's the one thing you got to remember is that it is part of, you know, the whole getting started and stick to it, right? The first one year, 18 months, or even three years of being in business is going to be the most difficult. Yeah. Then it's going to get easier. Yeah. I feel like after the 18th month mark is where the magic happens because you begin to mm-hmm. mentally accept that it's supposed to be difficult. And the moment you appreciate it being difficult, it begins to feel a whole lot easier. Right. right? It doesn't get easier. It just feels that way because in your mind, you've come to peace with it. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is real talk, everybody, right? 
I don't want you to start something and think that, oh yeah, this is going to be a walk in the park and things are just going to come rolling in and no, it's going to be hard. And if it wasn't hard, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, that's a key point there. Very, very valuable point Mm -hmm. there. Let's go on to number two here. Uh, Number two, expect that someone will have something to say. What does that mean, Patricia? So remember the the frequently asked question was, Mm -hmm. what should I expect if I want to be successful? Well, early on, Number two, expect that someone will have something to say. Absolutely. What the heck does that mean? Um, You will get criticized. You will get ridiculed. Um, A lot of people will have an opinion about what you're doing. And, you know, anything different from what you were doing before would garner that kind of reaction. I think you'd be very naive to to think that people would just, you know, support you. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me give you some personal experience on that, mm-hmm. actually. Um, I, many of you here, hopefully I get a chance to know, get to know you. But if you get a chance to know me, I, I love to have fun. I'm always uh, I love I, I draw energy by being around people. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting is the fact that when we were actually uh, starting a business for uh, this business, actually, our own financial firm, a lot of the things that were said to me were the following. And many of you here may have heard the same thing, which was, are you sure? Right? Yep. I thought you were going to be a lawyer, Aldrin, right? Uh, you know that there, there, there's a lot of risks involved with mm-hmm. that. I remember my one friend literally laughed at me, right? Mm-hmm. Literally laughed at me. And he says, Aldrin, just call me when you're already successful. By the way, never. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of that conversation there. Wow. <laughs> um, I have a funny, fun ending to that story, actually. But that's what we mean by that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your experiences, Patricia, like your own real life experiences, right? That's, yeah. that's very important for us to, because we can read this stuff online, yeah. right? Like, but Absolutely. Let's tell, so, us, tell them about your real experiences. Well, I, you know, the first people who will have something to say are probably the ones closest to you. That would be your family. Yeah. Right. Obviously, we all love our family. Um, but sometimes, you know, they say some things to you and they don't really care about your feelings. <laughs> So um, it's, I think it was my mom, right? Who even told this to you after meeting meeting your mom. Let's be careful of that because your mom might actually see this, right? (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. We can laugh at it now, right? Yeah, yeah, we can laugh at it. But at the time, you know, she always questioned my decision to be in business. Um, She always thought that one day I would still go back to school, perhaps med school. Yeah, that's right. right, Yeah, Because you you finished neuroscience, So she So she didn't think that I was serious about this business, nor did she think that I would actually succeed in business. I also had another family member who said, well, you know, we had a few, we're lucky to have a few mentors in our lives. Um, And when I was starting out, there was this one lady who was super nice and um, she really looked after me and she was already making, you know, seven figure income. She was very successful in her own right. And um, another person in my family said, are you sure she makes that kind of income? Maybe she's just telling you that so that you would, you know. Really? I, that's like the first try. time I'm hearing this story. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. She basically said, maybe you're being fooled into oh. thinking that. Um, but anyway, she is actually very successful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Just, just know, here, here, let me kind of summarize this for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make this podcast, this particular episode short. Listen to our words very carefully. Whatever you decide to do, it's not just about being successful. Literally, whatever you decide to do, 
four things are going to happen. Number one, they're get, someone's going to either criticize you, judge you, support you, or the last one is ignore you. Mm-hmm. Literally, anything you do. Let me put it in perspective for you. Uh, we're married. Did someone have something to say about that? Yes, they did. Some people judged us, supported us, ridic- or criticized us, and ignored us at the same time. <laughs> If you decide to have kids, those four things apply as well. Someone will say, have some, either judge you, criticize you. If you don't, if you decide to have children, not have children, be single or, or, or move to a different country, have a different job, Mm -hmm. do something, anything you do, those four things happen. But here's the key figure there. Mm -hmm. Out of the four, what would you say, Patricia, is the worst of the four? What would it be? Well, I think the worst would be being ignored. Mm, Why? Right? Okay, why ignored though? Ignored because uh, you're not doing anything significant to them that they would even take notice of what you're doing. Yeah. Right? So being ignored would absolutely be the worst. I'd rather be criticized than be ignored. Key moment there, ladies Uh and gentlemen. Out of the four, it's okay to be criticized. It's okay to be judged. It's okay to, obviously, it's great to have the support. Uh But the worst out of the four... Is definitely going to be ignored. It means you're not doing anything worth noticing. Right. Right. And as you know, everyone, I think, um, has has uh, read this quote. And if you haven't, it's people who are doing more than you will never criticize you. But it's people who are doing a lot less than you. Yeah. Who will criticize you. They always have something to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what's funny, though, is some someone actually refuted that to me. Like, no, 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 Aldrin, I've got people... Like, no, that's BS. I've anyone who's been significantly successful in every measurable category than my my wife and I, they've never criticized us. If anything, they've whenever we've approached, we've wanted to approach these individuals, they've only had great things to say. Uh, it's people who are doing less that will actually have those things to say right. about you, right? Um, but like I said, that's expectation number two, right? We got five expectations for for you know, the early journeys of how to be successful what to expect. First one, expect it to be hard. Number two, expect that someone will have something to say. Mm-hmm. So we bring it, which brings us to number three. Yep. What's number three? Expect you're going to lose some friends. Expect you're going to lose some friends. Ooh, that's going to be a bit of a uh, controversial sentence there, Patricia, <laughs> right? Um, let me get us started there. Okay. What do you mean by expect to lose some friends? Um, you know, one thing I find interesting about that word, let me just take a step back, is uh-huh. very few people really understand what the definition of a friend is, right? Yeah. So let me give you guys an example. Uh, back when I was in high school, uh, I had a particular routine. Literally every Thursday night, me and my three other buddies, were, uh, who I won't name, mm-hmm. but we had a routine. Every Thursday night, we'd meet up at so-and-so's place, one of the other three buddies, and it just so happened that we all got paid a week, a, a week. Um, or sorry, every week, every week, every week one mm-hmm. of us would get paid. Okay. So let's say it was week one. It would it would be my turn to get paid. Mm-hmm. And on that Thursday night, we would meet and I would blow my entire paycheck on the other three. So that's how it worked. But then I'd be broke for the next week, but it was okay because the second friend was about to get paid <laughs> and he'd blow his paycheck and mm-hmm. it worked that way. And I'm sharing that with you because literally that was probably over a decade ago. Right. And most likely today, well, today's what? Sunday? Mm-hmm. Probably this Thursday, but it's 2021, I'd probably find those same three friends in the exact same routine. So what do I mean by losing friends, ladies and gentlemen? Do I think they're bad people? No. That mm-hmm. is not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
Do I think I'm a bad person as well for disconnecting for them? The answer is no. Just know this. If you are going to be successful in a particular area, mm -hmm. that's going to require a, no, a completely different demographic of associations. Isn't that right. true? Is it a coincidence that uh, uh, swimmers hang out with and associate themselves with what? Other swimmers. Other swimmers. Olympians associate themselves with what? Other Olympians, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to be successful in business, who do you got to associate yourself with? business owners other business owners mm -hmm. coincidentally the people who are broke associate themselves with who other other broke broke. World, right so <laughs> and uh, like yeah. i said it's a bit of a controversial topic there but uh so i, I my message for all of you here is expect that you're going to lose some friends mm -hmm. uh it's not that because they're bad people or it's not because you're a bad person either right um what would you say on that topic I think if you have the same friends, and please don't take this out of context, but if you have the same friends all throughout the different stages of your life, you know, you probably aren't growing um, as a person. And the reason why I say that is because in every season of your life, you're going to have, you know, a group of friends that are also part of that season of your life. And... Um, not saying you're not going to have long-term friends. You, you, you know, we hope to have our long-term friends, but that's going to be a very few um, number of people. Yeah. Um, and also from my past, like own experience is that I was always with the same group of people. They're good people. Actually, I met them through church. And every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we would all be together until I realized that we found comfort in being together because you know you wanted to escape the world right right right. like may the reality be, of the whatever's yeah no, right whatever it sure. is you're going through may it be your work or your own family your own challenges or like, just the mundane routine right of, of life yeah, yeah right um and that just doesn't serve us when we want to grow and reach a new level of success in our life we got to find others who are also going on that same direction so definitely important to make new associations. 100%. 100%. Don't confuse, ladies and gentlemen, people that you spend time with as friends. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, because in our experience being in business for the last 10 years, we've really come to appreciate what the, in our opinion, our experience, the definition of a friend. Mm -hmm. A friend is someone just by associating themselves with you or you associating yourself with them mm -hmm. they they make you want to upgrade right right be a better person mm -hmm. uh save more money right be a better spouse parent just because you're around them if that makes any sense right. to all of you guys right. just because i spend time with joe and sally every friday or saturday mm -hmm. for a barbecue and we talk about just life's small pleasantries does not mean that the, and by the way, there's lots of people like that too. It's not uh, as you go through this journey. So definitely, yeah. Let's move on. Number four, we're almost done here, everybody. Mm -hmm. Number four, expect to have a real execution plan. What in the world does that mean? Yeah, it's always exciting to start something new, right? And when you know you start your own business and. You know, this is a new chapter in your life. You tend to only think of the ups and all the, you know, successes, but you fail to actually make an execution plan. Um, 
making goals, setting goals is not an execution plan. <laughs> Actually, that's the fun part because you get to dream about, you know, all those goals that you want to achieve, but that's the end result of executing yeah, yeah, yeah. certain actions, right? Mm. So what would be, yeah, part of... That idea? Actually, yeah. here, let me give you some some things that where I actually learned that the hard mm -hmm. way. Uh, what do you mean by expect to have a real execution plan? What that is, is a real action-oriented like plan. Mm -hmm. A time you wake up, a time you're actually... And get very clear on what actual work looks like, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When I uh, started being in business, I thought like researching markets or, or competitors or, or mm -hmm. craft, mm -hmm. like practicing those things, although very important, right? You right. gotta do those things. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're getting work done. The way I like to describe those things, ladies and gentlemen, like, like even this, listening to this podcast, this is not work, mm -hmm. right? This is more like hygiene things. Mm -hmm. like you gotta keep up your hygiene. I mean, if you, if you don't, I like to use this example with our firm, but if you don't shower today, perhaps no one might will notice for the day. But mm -hmm. if you don't shower long enough, <laughs> not only will others or you, not only part of me, you will notice that, but others around you will. Am I right? Right. So things like uh, obviously like this podcast, you got to do it, but just know it's not the work that gets the job done. Nope. Right. So what would be some examples? Let's say, Patricia, let's say I start my own business, whatever business it might be, a restaurant, retail um, I don't know, coffee shop, like what would you, if I'm just a brand new entrepreneur today, what mm -hmm. would you equate real work to be in any, because all businesses are going to be the same on where you start, right? What would you equate tangible work to be? Right. Um, you got to create a market. I think that's number one. And so everything that you're doing needs to be, um, yeah, it needs to be centered around that because without having a market leads um, people to, you know, buy your product or use your service, right? Without that, you're never going to grow your business. So anything that's revenue generating would take up most of your time and energy. Yeah. So get clear on what mm -hmm. revenue generating activities look like. Uh, we've all heard about the, the Pareto principle, 80, 20, 80% 80 of your time is going to come from the 20% of the area or sorry, 80% of your results is going to come from this 20% focus. And that focus should be revenue generating activities, right? Right, right. Um, and yeah, that's 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 critical. That's critical. Because if you don't have a real execution plan, you end up wasting a lot of time. Yeah, and that's a big pitfall, right? When you're your own boss, which is a concept that we're very unfamiliar with, if you've been a student, an employee, and, you know, pretty much, yeah, when you've been an employee all your life, um, all of a sudden, you don't have a boss telling you what to do. Yeah. And you don't have to show up at the office. You don't have to go to work every day, right? You can choose to snooze your alarm in the morning and roll out of bed at noon. Yeah. So, you know, real execution plan requires that you have an agenda of things to do on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. And whatever is on your calendar, that's something that you need to take action yeah. and you need to, yeah, you need to go to work. Yeah. And mm -hmm. just to refocus that, because I know many people are really not understanding the gravity of point number four there, but mm -hmm. whatever you write in your calendar or your quote unquote to-do list, they need to be action oriented that will bring in revenue for your business, mm -hmm. right? Like when you're, when you start a business, you cannot afford to not bring in revenue. Yeah. You can't afford it.
So all your actions got to be centered around that. And guess what? Expectation number one, it's going to be hard, yeah. right? It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, expect that. Yeah, self-discipline. It, like, it's all very, very important. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's move on to our last point then. Yeah. Right. So we got five, like we mentioned, five key points to, I guess, know what to expect mm-hmm. when you start to to want to succeed in anything that you do, right? At least in the early stages. I so. hope you guys are having fun and getting a lot of value yeah. um, from from today. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want to make this as general as um, as possible mm-hmm. first. Uh, as, as further episodes come in, we'll probably focus a little bit further. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to the final point here. And I, and by the way, they're in no particular order, okay? It's not like one is the most important, the last one is the most important. Mm-hmm. They're in no particular order, mm-hmm. okay? But this is my favorite. This is also my favorite <laughs> one because all of them, in my yeah. opinion, are relevant. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, this might actually be the most important. So yeah, this is the most important one. Go ahead, Patricia. Yeah. What would it be? You got to expect to win. Yeah. You got to expect to succeed. Mm-hmm. So what was the frequently asked question again? Aldrin, Patricia, whoever I'm speaking to who's achieved a certain level of success, what should I expect if I want to succeed? You need to expect that you're going to succeed. So, so important. Now, Patricia, in your experience, why has that, I guess, been a catalyst factor uh, for for you, actually, and how, yeah. you, how you were able to get to where you are? Just yeah understanding that you that expectation for yourself yeah well first of all i started in the business um with no other income to pay for my bills because i actually quit my corporate job before i even established you know my my business and that was probably a double-edged sword because other people would crack under pressure right but because I burnt my bridges, I also didn't have any other choice but to win, but to succeed. And that gave me the driving force to continue. Um, and basically, you you know, you paint yourself into a corner, yeah. right? And you have, again, no other choice but to win. Yeah. And that was my mindset coming in here was I'm never going to go back to employment. I'm never going to depend on anyone. Um to to obviously you know and financially or depend on anyone in in that sense right so you gotta you gotta have that mindset walking in yeah for mm-hmm. me why how that served me before was uh or still really to this day is the fact that you, you eventually you're gonna attract the you're actually you're not event you're gonna need to attract the things that will help you or assist you or play critical factors in you succeeding, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to track that in your life. But if you don't expect to succeed, there's no way you're going to track those things uh, to your life, right. right? So let me give you an example of that, actually. I remember there was this uh, a particular, another entrepreneur uh, in business, similar industry as our own, and uh, fi- the financial world as well. He was like so sharp, Right. Uh, we've been in business today. I like to think that like public speaking is one of our strong suits, but the like it was so natural to this person. We're talking like you've heard this saying like it takes ten thousand hours to master anything. Like mm-hmm. this guy's probably like you you would have it came such a natural talent, such a great speaker, so articulate. Uh, in addition to that, just uh, hardworking, all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, knew a lot of people, well connected, mm-hmm. right? 
uh, very trustworthy as well, which was incredible. So long story short, he didn't, he ended up fight, making an exit and just not wanting to see, not wanting to start run his own business anymore. And the reason for that is that he didn't expect that he was going to win here. Right. He mm. never expected that from himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I had I didn't have a whole lot going for me and I don't know what it was or where it came from, but I, I had lots of people doubt on me from day one. So mm-hmm. I says, why would I, why would I doubt myself and be another person mm-hmm. to doubt? So long story short, because of my expectation of myself, right. I said, I don't care how long it will take. I will eventually win. Yep. And therefore that mental attitude attracted specific individuals that believed in me enough, right. To, for our products and services that we provide or even partnerships that we've built today. So, right. Uh, you can't expect to have people take you seriously if you yourself don't take you seriously, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, or yourself seriously for that matter. So, yeah, and I just think that you know everything is something that you need to um, look at as it's either you're going to win or you're going to lose, right? Losing isn't a bad thing. Losing helps you learn from those experiences in order to win but a lot of people go in go into business or go about life not thinking of it that way they think that you're going to get a participation award or something yeah, that yeah, someone yeah, yeah. is going to recognize you for just trying yeah um and that's just not how you win in business or in life right you got to go in there with the mindset to win yeah and you just just kind of go off on a tangent there very few people like if you look at the word effort mm-hmm. and try to define the word effort, I challenge you for those of you listening or, or seeing the, our video here, try to pause the video or pause the podcast and try to define the word effort without using the word try. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, pause it. Okay. Anyways, now you're back. Uh, many of you probably would have had a difficult time to do it. And the reason why is because we really mess up what the trying to define what the word effort looks like and mm-hmm. i've actually looked it up and the definition of effort is mental physical uh, st- uh strenuous exhaustion mental and physical exhaustion so when people say aldrin i tried really hard uh to do this particular task mm-hmm. were you mentally and physically strained mm-hmm. if the answer is no then there was no effort in there mm-hmm. right so when we say we expect to win, expect that it's going to be mentally and physically exhausting mm-hmm. for you to win. And that's, that's, I guess that goes back to point number one, which is expected for it to be difficult, right? Yeah. And, you know, in why I say in business and in life that you got to win is because, you know, nobody cares if you tried to provide for your family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody cares if you tried to, you know, pay your bills on time, right? Nobody cares. At the end of the day, you got you either do it or you don't. Yeah. And um, I think too many people have that misconception of, hey, if I try, then that's at least worth something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I give you, um, you know, I challenge you, take that to the bank, right? Yeah. Tell them that you tried, but sorry, you can't make that payment. Yeah. So in closing here, ladies and gentlemen, those are the top five Uh uh, points on the first frequently asked question 
uh, that we found throughout our entrepreneurial journey, which is, Aljun, what should I expect uh, to succeed? Number one, expect it to be hard. Number two, expect that someone will have something to say. Number mm-hmm. three, expect to lose some friends and four and five, Patricia. Expect to have a real execution plan. And lastly, expect that you'll win. 100%. We appreciate each and every single one of you for tuning in here. Uh, it's our podcast episode number one. We'll have subsequent ones in the future. But like, comment, share, follow us on Instagram if you haven't done so already. But uh, in the future, we'll, we'll go into a new frequently asked question in the journey of success. And if we ourselves have no experience in it whatsoever, we will find someone that will and we'll get you uh, to be able to collaborate on that, right? Mm-hmm. Appreciate each and every single one of you. And we will see you all next episode.